Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten this week by SUSE. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in this week's episode, we're taking a look at the growing power of open source software solutions in helping government agencies with their IT modernization efforts. And we'll talk about how to take greater advantage of those solutions for their enterprises. Here to talk about that today is Melissa D. Donato, Chief Executive Officer at SUSE, the world's largest independent open source company. Melissa is widely regarded in technology circles, having served as Chief Operating Officer at SAP. And before that, she held senior leadership positions at Salesforce, IBM, PwC, and Oracle. Melissa, thanks for joining us and welcome to the program. Wyatt, thank you so much for having me. So let's start by asking, why are open source software solutions becoming more critical to the future of large-scale enterprises and to federal agencies in particular? Yeah, as you probably know, Wyatt, open source is everywhere. It powers mission-critical IT infrastructure for organizations all around the world. Let me give you an example of some of our more recent customers and statistics. Here at SUSE, our customers represent nine of the ten largest aerospace companies, seven of the 10 of the world's largest manufacturers, 80% of the Fortune Global 50, four out of five of the largest banks, 12 of 15 of the largest tier one automotive vendors, just to name a few. While there are many points I could make about why open source is becoming more critical to the future of large scale enterprises, and of course discuss the speed of innovation, reliability, and more importantly, cost effectiveness, more so now than ever. At SUSE, we're seeing customers who want to have choice. When it comes to IT services, they want to be able to put together the best vendors in particular areas. They have a lot of pressure these days to fully adopt products, our our buyers do that is, to put together and adopt products of an entire stack. They call that full stack adoption. Customers today don't want to be locked into one vendor, one technology, one direction, one set of innovations. They have fewer and fewer paths to preserving their choice and their flexibility. To a large extent, that was why open source was originally developed. It was created to help solve a problem around lock-in of proprietary vendors. SUSE's openness is a continuation of those open source ethos. Here at SUSE, we have a broad portfolio of industry-leading solutions that work together and in concert within our portfolio, but also outside of our portfolio, building on a strong community of innovators. Solutions that are built to help our customers run a nonstop IT infrastructure from core to edge to cloud or wherever agencies and enterprises want to go with no vendor lock-in. We pride ourselves on having one agenda, and that's the agenda of our customer. Whether they're a federal agency or one of the enterprise customers we just mentioned, SUSE is here to be powering the strength of the open source community a community made of innovators. We want to harness the power of many. We want to drive success for our customers. A big differentiator for us here, Wyatt, is that we want to take on that Lego brick approach. This allows our customers to choose exactly what offerings they want and need rather than a one-size-fits-all approach. They're going to be able to swap out each of these building blocks to replace with one another. They can advance their technologies and change in a particular area. Now, open source is particularly relevant to federal agencies, and here's why. I'm going to give you three examples, Wyatt. First, federal agencies are continually looking to simplify what they view often as a rigid legacy IT environment. We want to enable flexibility around infrastructure, allowing continuous updates and improvement to do a couple of things. Number one, limit downtime increase reliability and flexibility, and then, of course, really importantly, we want to help them eliminate wasteful spend. SUSE can help the agencies achieve 
always on IT. The second thing we want to help agencies do is to modernize. Many agencies that we know and that we've worked with have an IT infrastructure that has end-to-end operational control, and we want to be able to help the agency shift from on-prem and VM-based infrastructures to cloud or containers or to innovative technologies that can really underpin an acceleration to modernize the way in which they deliver their applications. Now, you and I both know federal agencies have to balance their aging on-prem hardware setups and workloads with cloud because a lot of things can't run in the cloud for many of the agencies that we work with. We pride ourselves on tailoring the solutions to meet the needs of our customers in a modernized way and whatever modernization means for them and helping federal agencies to do that and get the most out of their IT investments. And then finally, accelerate. We have to help the agencies accelerate their journey by partnering with them to get their most out of their environment, whether it's hybrid, multi-cloud, on-prem edge. Federal agencies can see the potential of the applications and reaping the benefits of the data by enabling better control over the services, the applications, and the data means they can use to control and make the shift from administrator to innovator. For nearly 30 years, SUSE has been delivering reliable and secure open source innovation to the enterprise and to federal agencies. And we're really, really excited to continue to deliver this with a focus very heavily on the federal space. What types of use cases are you seeing now where open source solutions are providing agencies the greatest strategic value? So broadly speaking, we see three areas that are really where open source solutions and innovation are providing the greatest strategic values. First, security. The Department of Defense and civilian agencies have to rely on cybersecurity defense mechanisms using machine learning to discover platforms and patterns in data. Specifically, they're looking to understand how they can speed up discovery for real-time prevention. And, and that's, that's really important here. Another use case in security is agencies and labs which rely heavily on data, driving needs for cryptology, encrypting data both at rest and in flight, as well as user data protection. They need to know how to maintain infrastructure in a secure, but this is the important bit, in a highly available way. The second one I would use as a use case is high-performance computing. DOD and civilian agencies use AI to mine criminal and terrorist data, historical information, fraud, bioterrorism, and intelligence. Today, it's not enough to just have data. They need to gain insights quickly from the data from wherever they may be and any means possible. And then I think the last thing I touched on in my last comment, but moving to the cloud, how can labs leverage multi-cloud and hybrid cloud environments for an on-demand scale and additional resources? National research labs, for example, use simulation and modeling techniques that can rely on massive amounts of data. To make sense of this data, they need to move it to and from the cloud, and they need to do it securely. Now, cloud is not for everyone across the agencies. But nowadays, the ability to utilize cloud technologies in a hybrid or a multi-cloud environment that is going to give real scale and innovation to manipulate data that the agencies need to be innovative. Next, I'd like to ask, why would a business leader at an agency, for example, or a program leader, look to open source given today's economic environment? So let me tell you a little bit about open source and the community-driven innovation. We power mission-critical IT infrastructure. We're an essential service that keeps the lights on for companies around the world. Open source is the source of innovation and agile development. In fact, in my view, no health or financial crisis, not even, unfortunately, the one that we're in, can halt the evolution of Linux, the evolution of Kubernetes or Cloud Foundry. Let me tell you why. 
It's a culture and ethos that make open source extra resilient. It is a broad community that's spread across many industries and many backgrounds and many geographies all coming together, voices and skills and thought leadership, all to innovate, solve problems, and drive forward that innovation. As this current pandemic continues, and any crisis for that matter, IT standardization based on Linux and containers will continue to grow at scale, whether they're on-prem, in the cloud, in the edge. And this is why leaders today should look to open source. What's changing in the enterprise open source development community that federal IT leaders should be alert to as they plan ahead? And, and how's your organization adapting to these changes to help federal agencies? That's a great question, Wyatt. There are three main areas that federal IT leaders should be aware of. First, changing pressures. It's not just demand down, but demand up. Compliance rules, regulations, everything is constantly changing. Add to that the continued instability of global markets at a macro and a micro level, coupled with geopolitical environments. The COVID-19 pandemic is a prime example of this, right? I'd also like to mention globalization, competition, and digital transformation efforts. Specifically, with digital transformation, there are additional pressures around the spend necessary and the time if these entities need to switch between vendors. So when you have vendor lock-in, the time and the pressure that you have to switch between vendors is almost insurmountable during these times. Let me talk to you now about the second bit, which is roadblocks. Roadblocks are everywhere. Roadblocks, by the way, that you know and the ones that you don't know. For example, the instability to stick to promises and deadlines, the inability to respond adequately to changing demand, the inability to make informed data-backed decisions in a timely manner, and then finally, I think, the inefficiencies around hybrid cloud infrastructures that have limited data integration. Finally, there are risks. And, you know, I think when you look at all three, changing pressures, roadblocks, the last one is paramount is risk. Risks like reduced staff, loss of trust due to negative experiences, an increase in security incidents plague the enterprise in the federal IT space. Leaders are constantly aware of these risks and constantly trying to balance risks, roadblocks, and, of course, changing pressures. So let me address what SUSE provides. I need to provide you answers to addressing these concerns around pressures, roadblocks, and risks, and that's this. First, modern infrastructure. We provide mission-critical and time-sensitive apps running in the cloud at the edge, also that deals with the hybrid multi-cloud, but it enables the results and decisions across the field quicker. We also secure data on all perimeters in all ways when accessing data and cloud applications from anywhere, on any device, anytime. And then finally, we recognize the importance around compliance rules. We understand that it's constantly changing. We have to ensure that our systems are compliant and pertinent to the changing regulations and guidelines for infrastructure and services across all environments. And that's really important for the agencies. And the rules that we have to live by and associate ourselves with to deliver the value need to be compliant no matter where they are across all environments. Finally, Melissa, as a leader of a global organization, what's your advice from one leader to another right now? Wyatt, there's no denying that we're living in a world and we're working through a world of very, very difficult times. I mean, people are being impacted, their professional lives, their personal lives, working from home, working remote, juggling family, juggling work, juggling life. It's hard. This, this is not easy. My advice to any business, federal IT leader enterprise during this time is first and foremost not to panic. That's what I'm telling everyone inside of our own company here at SUSE. Don't panic. 
always put people first, always act in the best interest of people, care about their health, their well-being, and that of their family. It's not about productivity anymore. It's about engagement. The engagement with the people around you is the most important thing. And that takes a human-centered approach to our leadership, to my leadership, to our leadership across the world. Many people are not used to these new working-from-home structures. I'm not. With new coworkers and family members and the added stress to be sure that their families are safe and healthy just adds more complexity. Leaders need to have flexibility and trust in their team when working from home. And I think the last bit that I would offer is communicate often with your team and look for different ways to do it. Don't underestimate the power of a video message or a call. A message of kindness and hope can give someone just that little bit of lift they need in their day to carry on and not be more productive, but to instead be much more engaged. Well, Melissa, thank you for that message, and thank you for joining us today to talk about the power and potential of open-source software solutions for modernizing enterprise IT. And thanks to Susa for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage of IT modernization in government on fedscoop.com and our FedScoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash, your host. Thanks for tuning in.